Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Deep Drive Left Field Podcast. My name is Jack. Otherwise known as LV Nerds on Instagram. I'm here with my co-host Ryan. You can find him on YouTube at Yankee Stat Talk and James. You can find uh, him on Twitter at James Valentinas or the Deep Drive in the Left Field Twitter, Deep Drive Pod. I've uh, been posting a lot more there, which is pretty exciting. Uh, my tweet got the most impressions, so I'll take my victory. Yeah, back. because you are baiting. Whatever. I don't bait on <laughs> in Twitter. Today's, in today's I'm not trolling. Gonna be, uh, answering James has never questions. told in his life. We're going to be going over our awards. We're going to be talking about Garrett Cole and why he's been kind of not great recently and why he's going to continue to be great. Uh, Continue to be what? He's going to continue to be great. Not continue. He'll go back to being great, I would say, shortly. Uh, And we're going to be talking about some underrated trade targets. Everybody has a guy that we think is underrated that can be traded at the deadline. The only way Garrett Cole goes back to being great is if the MLB grandfathers him into this uh, substances and lets him use them because otherwise he sucks. All right. Uh As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. The words first. Um, I think a lot of us, let's do Cy Young, uh, MVP, Rookie of the Year, Manager of the Year, uh, and Comeback Player of the Year. Oh, I got to figure out Comeback Player of the Year. Oh, Comeback Player of the Year might be difficult. NL is really easy. NL is easy. NL, NL, like, kind of. NL, it's bias. Dude, he's got a 95 WRC. <laughs> 99. Or 99 after yesterday at home run. Because he homered yesterday. He hit a moonshot opposite field off Kershaw. Kershaw's a top five pitcher in the league nowadays. Dude, stop. You're fucking insane. Whatever. Let's get into MVP uh, first. MVP for me is pretty straightforward. I love Vlad. This is for the AL. I love Vlad. He's one of my favorite players. I got his jersey in 2019 when he came up. That was pretty cool. Uh, and I actually spent, that was like one of the expensive ones that I bought. Fuck that, Shohei MVP. Yeah, Shohei. I mean, I, mean, I have Shohei as the MVP. Yeah. There are people out there who say like, "Oh, Vlad has like zero point four more WAR." Like, dude, come on. Like, if he we're does being not honest, actually. First of all, well, I don't he... think that is. Second of all, like, come on. If we're like, if we're being honest with ourselves, like, this is a guy. Here's a guy, who, uh, and here, here's a guy who. Oh, Tony's FIP is also an is also a run higher than his ERA, so it screws his WAR up. Well, who? It doesn't even matter. Like, first of all, I mean, that's how WAR is calculated. Like, second of all. That's what I'm saying. He's he's literally he's been an elite hitter this year. We're talking about like a top five hitter this year. I'm pretty sure, right? I would think so. Top five. Top I mean, he's hitter. up. He's up to a 172 WRC plus yeah, on the season. Imagine he's like top five, top seven hitter, and he's been like a really good pitcher. Like he's not which is oh, he's 174, which is the third best in baseball, only okay. trailing Guerrero and yeah. he who will not be named because I don't like him. Whatever. Uh, he's been a top. He, he's been a top five top three hitter and he's been a really good pitcher that's impossible that just doesn't happen and he's the mvp i don't think it's much of a contest i saw somebody i don't know who it was like brought up some argument people don't know how to use stats and it's really a shame somebody like brought up like a stat like like just like a bunch of like random shit it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter it really the trails by 0.4 war who the fuck cares like if we're, it's like, point one if now. If, if now you use F four, it's point one, and if you use R war, he leads by like two, one point four or something like that. Like honestly, who cares? I, I keep saying that, but like seriously, it's so tiny. And Cy Young for me is going to be between Cole and Rodon, and I think I'm going to go with Rodon here. Uh, Cole, I could see an argument for just because of volume, but he's been really not great as late. We'll talk about that 
shortly, but I have Rudon. I mean, hold on. Or are you not going to say Rodon or, or what? Well, I got to look. Oh, I'm, I agree. I have Rodon there too. Well, I was talking about James. But he... the thing is with Cole, that's going to potentially put him ahead is that he has volume and that's basically it. Like as Cole's in the middle of a rough stretch right now, I think he does break out of it because I mean, he was pitching. He, I know his peripherals weren't great in the start against Kansas city and Toronto. Uh, but one thing I would like to say is it was bad there was yesterday one of those walks too. that should have been a strikeout, but wasn't called. Yeah. Really. Yeah. He was, yeah, but he was no it like peripherals wise, he was bad in Toronto against Toronto and Kansas City, but he got the results he wanted. And I think it was there was there yeah, another yeah, start before that. Right. And then this start, he actually got a lot of swings and misses. Cold strike whip percentage was 34%. His fastball got a lot of cold strikes and uh, got a lot of whiffs. His cur- his yeah. slider got a lot of whiffs. He surprisingly didn't use the knuckle curve as much, even though it's really one of his best pitches, arguably his best pitch. Um and, and he so gave up I, a moonshot. To Devers, well, so who cares? the ball's sinking more, and he's not used to that. And I yeah. think later in that yeah. start, he got used to it. After a few, after the first two innings, he looked a lot better. He was getting a lot more whiffs. He was striking more guys out. He wasn't walking guys. He was locating a lot better. I think Cole's going to go on a little bit of a run and kind of reemerge himself as a Cy Young favorite. But I can't project and say that's going to happen, and then he's going to win the Cy Young. Carlos Rodon right now is just they have the same F four, um, and. Rodon is just produced better uh, on a per rate basis, even though he doesn't have the volume. Yeah. And adding on to the Cole thing, like he, first of all, he definitely would put on spider attack in the second inning. Like his RPM went up like 300 and. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to be spider attack. Well, whatever. He used some kind of stuff. There's no way he just wasn't. Cause like he went first inning definitely wasn't his, his fastball was sitting like, I want to say 220, uh, 2,200 or uh, 2300 and then it goes up to like 25 20, 2600 like there's no way he didn't like it might not be spider attack but it was definitely something um, i mean how do you know he didn't just figure something out with rosin and sweat or something like that because you know how pl- right, pitchers definitely talk pitchers definitely talk with each other pitchers definitely know what's sure, going but on. i don't I, I don't know if spider uh, first of all we'd have to check there have to be, i have no idea if, if rosin and sweat increases your rpm by 300 rpm i don't think it i does, guess if it does, but maybe. I think that I, I saw a video on this. The difference between releasing like here and here or whatever, you can get an extra 300 RPMs from like an extra five degrees of it sticking maybe to you your hand. Just like magically found his release point in the second inning. Maybe it could, it maybe, could yeah, be no, that maybe. because maybe. it's it's really like you release here and then the ball rolls off your fingers, right? Well, yeah, you want to get the, the, the longer point. it stays on is the more it spins because. Yeah. And that's why pitchers use substances. So I guess he could have just been able to hold the ball longer in the second inning. I mean, also, do you maybe natural, but 300 is so much. Yeah, I don't think. But if it was like 100, then maybe. Did he not get checked after? I'm pretty sure he he didn't get checked checked in the second and third. He got checked in the fourth, but he wasn't, his RPM was down 300 in the fourth. He went, so basically the first inning was about, I want to say 22, 2300. And this third, this is from eyeballing it yesterday. The uh, second and third inning was really like 2,600, 25, 2,600. And then, wasn't it the f- did Martinez hit that Martinez hit that homer in the fourth or the fifth? Yeah. But the first pitch in that Martinez at bat was like a 2,500 RPM fastball. And then he threw the knuckle curve that just hung. Like, that's just a bad pitch. But, Let me, oh, no, no. no. So Martinez homered in the third. Yeah. And I think he was using it in the third as well. And then actually the fourth one went back down. Now, actually. All right. So Cole had so what inning did he not use it? Is what you're saying? First inning, I think it was the fourth. It might have been the fifth. It was one of okay. those two end innings. But so you don't think it was? So 
his RPM was down, was around 2,300, 2,400 RPM in the uh, first. We did throw a couple two, two foot, 250, uh, 2,500 RPM fastballs early in the game. Like the one he hit, the dev, that Devers hit off him was a hundred mile per hour fastball with 2,500 rotations per minute. I think the RPM really, I know the RPM still going to be down, but it wasn't down that much. I, I look and the RPM wasn't that much different in the second inning. I, I just, I just think it's a matter of he doesn't, he does the ball. I mean, it's hard to pitch when you don't really know where your fastball is moving. He thinks his fastball is going to be staying up and it's not. And he has to pitch around that. And I think he's going to figure it out at some point. I think he figured it out towards the end of that game. And I think that a start against a team like what? Uh, are they playing the Mets next? The Mets don't have a great yeah, offense. I think the Mets on Friday. Right. I think that's the type of start you can go in there and, you know, you can give have, up three homers to Francisco Lindor. Maybe oh. he gives up three home runs to Francis. It doesn't, I'm pretty sure Lindor's always been a better right handed hitter, though, than a left handed yeah, hitter. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He is. So if Montgomery's pitching in that series, I'm, I, I'm 100% confident Montgomery's getting cooked. Um, I don't think he is. Well, I don't know, because the Mets may have like a bad offense right now, but by the time they face the Yankees, they Ooh. should get Nimmo back. That's fair. And then, so then their lineup is like what Nimmo, Lindor, McNeil, Alonzo. Uh, am I supposed to be scared of Lindor? I'm not really scared I'm not of 94. I'm really not scared. Okay, no, fine. I'm, I'm definitely scared of Conforto, Nimmo. Nimmo's a 140 WRC plus hitter. I'm scared. He's also of coming back from like a lengthy absence. Like it sometimes takes time. Yeah, well, you know, he, he, he's I, a Chad. Okay. I think out of the cool thing, real quick, uh, if he's not going to go for the contact managing strategy, which I'm very happy he's not, unironically, like I, I know I joke about it, but I'm glad he's not going to be a contact manager. That's really good that he had this kind of start because it definitely is going to take some time to figure it out. If you're going to go back to the strikeout approach and your fastball is not riding as much as it usually does. Um, or maybe he's just figuring out a different release point. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, I, I fully expect him to go back to being a top two pitcher in baseball. There's really no way around that for me, at least as far as I can, can tell right now. Um, just a rough start. Everyone has those. Um, so I just can't wait until 2025 when they're paying Garrett Cole and Giancarlo Stanton $75 million to either not, not play or suck. Why would Stanton be bad? Like, there's literally nothing. Stanton's paying $22 million from us, isn't he? He's I thought it was like $25 22 and something the thing about, that. okay the thing about Stan is no. a lot of his games that can end up regress with age like the Stanton besides Batsby like what what is it that Stanton has that makes like his, there's no athleticism with Stanton's game especially as a DH well that's a problem like that he, first it's of all he's that he can't he's... play the field but it's not a problem in terms of like regression like Lindor I could understand regression in terms of the field because but he that's not the problem with the Yankees what Stan and Cole are not like I, I think a lot of like, well Stan's injuries are a problem is, too no it, Honestly, not this year so far because you're because but. you're you're such a rich franchise that that shouldn't be a problem. The problem with the Yankees is they're one of the worst teams in terms of developing pitching talent. How many pitching prospects have they had that actually turn out good other than Luis Severino, who's injured, by the way, and they completely yeah, fucked up in the Montgomery. Montgomery. Who's the last good pitching product? Herman is kind Herman, of it, substances. But that's the thing, Herman. Considering that Herman and Montgomery are supposed to be these uber talented guys, the fact that they're mediocre starters makes no sense. The well, yeah, Giants no, literally picked up Anthony Discalfani off of the streets and turned him into a decent starter. The Yankees can't figure out a guy like Jameson Town who has good RPM and throws 94 95. If you can't make Jameson Town into a serviceable major league starter when he was very good in, as a pirate, you are Dude, not. If a the good Pittsburgh team Pirates are doing better exactly. than you, just retire. They better not. They better not fuck up Medina, too. I'm stupid. They, if they fuck up Medina, they, they but you look, like, I know you weren't high on Garcia, but you can at least say that Garcia last year, like he, sh- based, on what he, did, ready. Okay, based on what he did last year, 
a Garcia's fastball has it's in, like I was talking to Andrew about this. Garcia's fastball is super flat. He has yeah. insane like it does not drop at all. But he only throws nine three, which is fine if you're doing that. He just doesn't have any secondary. His curveball is like not great, and he doesn't have any. They don't even go. Let me use. They love. They make him use the slider, which sucks. Yeah, and he's literally twenty. Like he was not ready. He's not ready for the major leagues. He's ready for like they're, they're just like super. They rush his like development for no reason. I really hope they don't, hope they don't do that with Medina. I hope they don't do it with it, uh, that with Dominguez. Like I, I really don't want him to rush. What about uh, Luis Gill? Is he any good? Uh, he's, he's a triple right now. He's solid, but he's really good. He doesn't. Do you say he's probably gonna be a reliever? I, yeah, I, just considering his control. Either he has insane stuff, but he's really bad control issues. I mean, so did Severino, but not as bad as Gil. Here's the thing with, like, this is the problem that you have. You have, like, Chance Adams. I don't know if you uh, ever, James, you probably never heard of Chance Adams. I don't know. No, I've heard of Yeah, I've heard of Chance Adams. So he was supposed to be the next big thing for the Yankees. And he, and the Yankees had a chance to trade him for Garrett Cole. They did it. And now he's, he got, he, they DFA'd him. He washed up with the Royals. He was terrible there. I don't even know if he's in the organization still. He's he Clark Schmidt. is on the 60 day IL. There you go. Right. Clark Schmidt was supposed to be better than David Garcia. We haven't heard of him. He hasn't pitched all year from an UCL. Well, that's because, that's because he's he had Tommy John. He's also, but that's the oh, thing. Oh, no, he doesn't have Tommy John now. Exactly. He pitched last year and now he's hurt right now. So the Yankees screwed him up too. The Yankees are incapable of trading for starters, and they either die here Dude, or they get Adams injured. Three point three one FIP last year. Who? Chance Adams in eight, 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 eight innings. Yeah, three Yeah, but this, what's his Sierra? Like what? Five? Let's let's see. In eight uh, innings, I don't care. Four point four seven. Yeah, you see, he's probably he probably didn't give up any home runs or something like that. Yeah, whatever. But go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, he but, gave up a home run. He just didn't walk anyone. Oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, something like that. When you can keep one of those to zero. When you keep a walker home if you run keep zero, a walker home run to zero, your FIP's gonna be crazy, which is why FIP is kind of bad. Evaldi, Evaldi's like the best, has the best F four I think out of all American League starters because of it. Uh, I think he's second or third, but then American League, American League. Yeah, I know. Um, but my point he's is he's tied for it first with Rodon and Cole, and then the, but Rodon has thirty less innings than Cole and has the same F four just because he's just that much better. So James Caprillo. James Caprillo was a top 10 prospect for the Yankees. They traded him alongside other prospects who were top 15 prospects for the Yankees for Sonny Gray. The Yankees ruined Sonny Gray, traded him to the Reds. He became an all-star. And the guys the Yankees got back for Sonny Gray ended up being part of a DFA deal for Rudet Odor. James Paxton, they traded Justice Sheffield, who, you know what, wasn't that great of a prospect, and he's showing it because he's not good right now. And they got James Paxton. They messed up James Paxton for the first half of the season. The organization had to step in and stop the pitching coach at the time, Larry Rothschild, from continuing to deal with Paxton. Larry Rothschild is the first guy that goes in the Starling Marte firecracker. He's and that is and that is not the only and that is not the only thing that he's done. That's not the only situation. Like Paxton, then his second year, he gets her. So Justice Sheffield and Clint Frazier were the two guys you got for at, at Andrew Miller. So when you had that amazing rebuild in 2016 you had a short you got a shortstop who you can't play at shortstop because he's such a bad defender and he can't hit anymore you got a outfielder who cannot play the outfield well, you got Chapman back for ball. that so who cares okay and i'm not saying it's a bad trade i would have made that trade anything i'm just saying him, like fucking hell whatever exactly and they ended up paying him 60 million dollars for context the yankees are going to be giving zach britton and aroldis chapman more money combined than every other starter will make this season bryce outside harper. of garrett cole and bryce harper who we could have signed exactly so the Yankees have invested tw- nearly thirty million dollars in two relievers. They invested what $9 happened million to Chapman? He was off to such a good start, and then yeah, and then he, Boone is a fucking moron, and he like, but all right, just real quick because this I, I I hate this so much. Can Boone we stop talking about, about the Yankees? Kind of boring. No, we're not. Ta- we're gonna keep talking about the Yankees real quick because Boone warmed up Chapman two straight nights, and he was doing heavy like intense shit, 
and they didn't use him, and then they brought him in, like, and he was throwing 95. Like, I, whatever. Sorry, go ahead. You got to go back to the MVP stuff. I'm sorry, the awards, but. But my point is, like, the Yankees have dealt so many, like, of their best prospects, and they have gotten zero elite pitching to pair with Luis Severino when he was the ace or Garrett Cole when he was the ace. Think about it. The amount of – how many aces have been traded? Oh, my alarm's going off. They had it. Think of how many aces have been dealt. Jesus. Garrett Cole, uh, Just, Justin Verlander, Zach Greinke. Uh, this offseason, Hugh Darvish, Joe Musgrove, Carlos Carrasco, uh, who else was dealt? Uh, Mike Clevenger. All these guys you're thinking about. The Yankees haven't been able to acquire a single one of those starters it's despite the fact that they have this. Yeah, for fucking Clevenger, and we didn't. When so think about it. When did Terry Rothschild thinking, become like, the become the Yankees pitching coach? In like the early 2010s? Or okay, never mind. mind. Never mind. And also, by the way, I'm not even including Lance Lynn was dealt. Who else? I'm just there's so many starters that have been dealt that are really really good since 2017. Yeah, and the Yankees yeah. have yet to acquire a single one of them. Don't say. And if people are gonna say, well, the Yankees got Garrett Cole. If you just threw money at Garrett Cole, he was gonna go wherever the money was the biggest. That's not impressive. It's not impressive to sign Garrett Cole, in my opinion. That does not show any strength in the organization. That well, yeah, because you have money. It's not like it's not like oh the the Giants signed. Disclafani and Wood right. for nothing. Like they and gave Gosling. Garrett Cole thirty-six million dollars a year, coming off of a second-place Cy Young finish. That's not like impressive. Like, oh, we found Garrett Cole. Yeah. Right. What the Astros did. Think about it. They the Astros. The, what they the, did to Cole is impressive. The Astros. They found him. Out pitching from God knows where. I don't even know what have... a Luis score. Luis <laughs> Garcia. I have no idea who he is. Who? Luis Garcia. Luis Garcia is going to be like a top 20 pitcher and Vala is going to be like a top seven pitcher. <laughs> the Yan- think about it. And they Those still, at least this year, have Frankie. Oh, and they're definitely. And they like- have McCullers locked up and he's really and they good. And McCullers <laughs> on an insane country. And the Yankees, by the way, will never, and I mean ever, ever beat a team like the Astros in the playoffs. Ever in their lives. Never. They never will. Because the Astros aren't stupid. They don't sit around and say, well, we can't deal with, we have to trade for this guy or let's ruin this guy. Let's go. This pitcher <laughs> comes to Houston and, and leaves it worse than where they were when they were when they came to Houston. What pitcher? None. They, the Yankees are the only top team. Well, I guess Granke is technically worse than he was when they got when he got there. Age. He's whatever. still like five. But, but he's fine is, and he's 38. So like. The Yankees are considered top tier franchise world series contenders they're the only franchise that's a world series contender that players come to their organization and they get worse prospects die there position players overpaid there they've sat there the entire offseason we have to pay dj lemayu the only thing they'll do until until they sign lemayu they weren't going to do anything else that's not a good franchise that's an incompetent franchise that's trying to rob people of money a hundred dollars to go to a yankees game a hundred dollars to go to a yankees game to see a bat and then it's like 30 bucks to buy like a a, a chicken why why is Jose Urquidy actually good now? Because they can develop. The Yankees right, don't move care on about this stuff. The Yankees yeah. don't care yeah. about their fans, and they're robbing you. If you are okay. a person who pays any money on the Yankees doing anything this season, they're robbing you. They're robbing you of your money. Don't go to Yankees games. They're robbing you. They're stealing your money. Maybe go see Otani. You can go to LA or maybe wait until they play another or team close by. Like a, the, way I, the way I buy them is from like not from the Yankees. Go watch the Mets play. <laughs> they care about the product on their field. They care about their fans. And they're the Yankees good. don't care about their fans. The Yankees care about one thing that's making a profit. They will never win a World Series title with the way they're running right now. Look, at, I'm one of the most positive Yankee fans. But look at me. 
I want people who are Yankee fans to hear this. Don't pay money on the – they'll spend a single dime. It's the worst money you can spend. I haven't seen my team win a game in real life in 10 years. And they're a top-tier franchise. They're a joke of an organization. Billions of okay, dollars. Okay, well, maybe you're just bad luck. The Cubs are better than them. The Astros. Name a team, and I can get, and I guarantee you they're better run than the Yankees. I guarantee the, the Pirates. The Pirates fleeced them for time. Fleeced them. Rowasny Contreras is the best pitcher, according to Diggs, in the minor leagues this season. And the Yankees traded that for Tyone, and they messed up Tyone. So you know what, Yankees? We'll move on now. You're robbing people of your money. You're disgraced to the sport of baseball. And I hope, I pray to God, a lot of people lose their jobs. Okay, quick, quick question for you, Ryan. Yeah. Do you think if the Padres ended up with Tyone and the Yankees ended up with Musgrove, it would be Tyone who looks like a top twenty pitcher no, and Musgrove no, who sucks? No, no, no. Or no, no. do you think Musgrove, that's because Larry fucking Ro- the Padres pitching coach is Larry Rothschild, so it's not my player. I really think that okay, the but they're just doing fine. Like Darvish is a top ten pitcher. Because Musgrove's good top pitchers, twenty, but they were uh, the guys were good. Pitch. They didn't like develop these guys. These guys, yeah, were but they. I mean, they're. They've developed a couple. Of, I mean, they they killed okay. Snell, Ooh, but they developed they develop? Weathers. They develop. They've literally developed nobody. Weathers, well, he's not great though. He's solid. I mean, these are top I, prospects. They, deve- they developed and then ruined Paddock. Oh yeah, Paddock might be. Paddock, Paddock was already like a. Weathers isn't a reliever though. He isn't. I thought he was. Who? I know he was last year. What are you talking about? R- uh, Ryan, Ryan Weathers. Weathers. Ryan he, Weathers wasn't in the big leagues last year. He started. He just. There's just they have way too many pitchers. Time out. He wasn't in the playoffs last year. No, he, he was in the class. He wasn't. Yeah, exactly. He wasn't in the. Okay. He pitched in relief for Clevenger. Yeah, you right see, now. I knew he played the pitch because only because my dad brought oh, it up. Oh, oh, and Lamette. They developed Lamette too. Yeah, but he's hurt all the time. But he, that's fair. Yeah, they did develop him. But was that Rothschild wasn't there for that really? Yeah. Right? Was he? No. I don't remember. Anyways, let's all move right. on because I'm gonna. Yeah, okay. Right if I so then, AL team. comeback player of the year is obviously Mancini. We'll get that yeah, out of the way. Be. Has to be. Um. Really funny answer. Manager of the year in the AL. Aaron. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, manager of the year in the AL. That's a tough question. I have Alex Cora. You gotta probably. Get yeah, I think it has Maybe to be Cora. But probably Cora. What about your rookies yeah. of the year? La Russa. Maybe La Russa, even yeah. Service. Uh that's the Mar- Mariners one, right? Mariners. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I like. That. Could it? Could it be Melvin? It could still be Melvin. No, the A's mm. are gonna be washed. Well, okay, but the fact that they are doing this with. Out a great team is pretty like if, if you're on if you're over i think a team that has a better record you have to be overperforming have. to win manager right. of the year exactly that's, that's so yeah. i think it i mean right now it's probably cora yeah i think cora uh, gets the most yeah. out of his guys that's could you manager. could you could you throw francona out there no because the indians the indians are winning more than you would have thought yeah, yeah exactly Maybe. And but I don't know. I these, I mean, like, Francona is one of the best managers in the league. He's established that for the last, like, 15 years. But I think it has usually, to be Alex Cora. But I think veterans usually get pretty overrated because, I mean, they, uh, veteran veteran managers, usually when you keep a manager for a really long time, that's, if you keep them for too long, you have to cut ties with them. And Francona is probably going to get a little overrated from that. Uh, yeah. But I definitely. What do you mean you have to cut ties with them? Yes, you have to cut ties with the manager. Why the hell, would, why the hell would the Indians get rid of Francona? If you're if you have a manager for a long period of time, yes, you should get ties with them, cut ties with them at some point. But but why? I'm asking you. Because why. you need to have you need to consistently make sure you have managers are in touch with modern baseball. And baseball is an ever changing and evolving game. Yeah, but uh, the Think people can it. evolve too. Like five years ago, five years ago, baseball is completely different than it was right now. Five yeah, years and, from now, baseball will be completely different. They than can change. Right now. But if they, I'm just saying, some managers, they, some managers can change, but not all of them. There's a reason like, I think Francona's changed tenured, just fine. Who's the oldest tenured manager in baseball? The longest tenured with, yeah, this, longest. with the specific team? Yep. It's Francona. No, it's Kevin Cash. 
Is it Kevin right? Cash? Is it? No, it's no. Definitely. Kevin Cash has not been the manager. I thought he's been, hold on. No, because the Cubs just stole Madden from the Rays in 2015. And Francona's been the manager of the Indians since 2012 and 2011. Uh, let me see. Right now. Oh, it's Craig Council, 2015. No, that's in the NL. No, it's... Oh, Francona's yeah, been the manager of the Indians since 2011. Uh, so if you, can, if you can find one longer than... That's what I uh, see. Hold on. I think it's... The, it's the NL, it's Craig Council, and the AL. And the AL, I think it's it's Terry Francona, which is the most tenured Ka- manager in baseball. Cash has been with the Rays R- 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 since 2015. What the hell? And Francona's been with the Indians since, Indian since 2011 or 2012. 2013. 2013. Okay, well, that's still but that's longer. Than... Like, think about that. 2013. That's not. A, that's not. Like, think, there has. So, yeah, there's no like. There's not like Bobby Cox right now, who's been the man, who was the manager of the Braves for 20 years. Right. So I'm just saying, like, managers. There's a high turnover rate for them. So, yeah, but I like these are guys. The two we just said. Also, Francona's health. Like he's going to not be the manager at some point, very soon. His health. Yeah, but he he, he is going to retire. According to Bob, that Trevor Story is going to be with the Rockies for the All Star Game, so expect the trade soon. Okay, shut up. He you said expect the trade soon. Bob said. Bob said that because Trevor Story is in the home run derby, it should assure that he's going to be with the Rockies through the All Star break. Okay. So I, I, okay. I, I don't care about him. We're okay. Have- so, anyways, uh, I I think yeah, but the thing is, Frank Cone is not gonna get fired. He's going to retire. Yeah, but that's my point. They you really don't keep these guys around for a really long time. But anyways, but that's let's, let's... that's on their own terms. I I I don't see a point in firing someone just because they've been there a while. No, it's not. It's not because they. It's not. The, I think you see like Craig, the Craig, Counts, because... Craig Council's fifty. He'll be the manager of the Brewers for the next. But you I don't even know how long. You fire guys because they've been there for a long time. No, they are there for a long time. So usually they become rather fireable because your team is probably rebuilding at some point and you just kind of let them go. They're not really fitting what you need right now. You need a younger guy in there. Francona's going to be let go soon. I promise you that. But anyways, let's move on to rookie of the year. Okay. Uh, in the AL? Yeah. yeah. I have a double Garcia, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be Garcia. We, Cardinals well, fans are really weeping at the fact Oh, Dolis. Oh, I said Luis. Oh, Luis. I, for, I have to look at his stats. Let me look at Luis Garcia. Quickly. I'm pretty sure. Luis Garcia's peripherals aren't as good as his ERA. Yeah, but I don't care about peripherals. Well, I think they're still really good. I think his ERA is really good. But I think Luis. 372 Sierra, 351. I really care about FIP and ERA for rookie of the year stuff. And it's good called strike plus with percentage. I, no, I still, have to get, I still have to give it to Dolis Garcia. Dolis real quick. Dolis is like a two, is an elite defender in center field. Can hit. All right, yeah, I'll give it to Garcia then. But um, can we just take a minute to think about local. the fact that this is the second elite, not elite, but second really good outfielder the Cardinals have let go and has turned out really Wait, well elsewhere in two years. That's or... hitters. I need pitchers. Well, they got fam too. They got rid of Yeah, but fam, I would say, is a little bit of a different case. Like, I understand yeah. why. No, but fam, fam was established. Like, these are just two guys that they gave up for nothing because they thought they sucked. Right, because they don't have a good – they're not a good organization. Why did I just put that uh... – and their Cardinals fans will sit here and tell you Dolce Garcia is going to regress because he didn't have the greatest month of June. His ex was fine. He hits the ball hard. His plate discipline is the greatest, but you can live with that if he hit the ball hard. The plus hitter, considering as well. That is Neither do wrong. I, but he can be oh, a one. God damn it. But Why he's such this... a good defender that if he's just a 110 WRC plus hitter with elite defense, he is a very good center fielder. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. So on so, the Luis Garcia thing. Um, I like him. 
Never mind. Never mind. I was gonna bring up another point, but he sucks. Well, okay. doesn't suck. But I was, I was gonna bring up Casey Mize, but he no, doesn't have the strikeout. He's all right. He's, no, he kind of sucks. He's just meh. He's pretty bad. To be honest. All right. I mean, so let's I don't move know. To the NL, is, is he that bad? I think, I think he's been NL. fine. The NL's Trevor Rogers. Are you sure? No. Oh, I was going. I, I I thought we were going to talk about MVP first. Yeah, we yeah, should we talk about MVP. Jump, jump, jump that. The breaks to make it, right? Oh, NL MVP. Uh, probably Jacob the cheat. Yeah, it's the ground. It's the ground. Oh my Degram. god, dude! Is he so for that? Or what? <laughs> He has a 4.7 total war because of how good he is yeah, as a hitter as well. Him, the guy. I was gonna, I was gonna say Tatis, but I forgot that he hits. Obviously, too, you got Degrom for Cy Young as well. Yeah, yeah. So Degrom is both, and game. then for Rookie of the Year, probably Trevor Rogers. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's what I have. I mean, okay, hold on. It's it's one of these Marlins. Which Marlins? There's another Marlins. Oh, Jazz. 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 Definitely not. Jazz isn't better than Trevor Rogers, right? No, it's Rogers. It's Absolutely. it's pretty easily Rogers. Although Rogers Rogers is a little lucky with that five point five percent home run to fly ball rate. Well, a little lucky. Yeah, but he's he's, he's based, so he's a three point three point five one Sierra. What? Is he George Sinkers? Or am I thinking about something else? Sandy uh, Alcantara is a sinker guy. No, I know Alcantara. I know Alcantara is a sinker guy, but I'm just wondering if uh, the the Marlins pitching staff is so good. Yeah, but Pablo Lopez, developed. it's Lopez, Alcantara, and then they'll get Sixto Sanchez back at some point. Um, it's Rogers as well, right? Rogers, That's and then four there's starters. And, and then who's, who's the, pretty good. He's just been hurt. Who's the other one? They name the uh, Alcantara is like their fourth best starter. No, 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 no. Uh, Cody. Poteet? Is he good? No, never mind. I don't know. He had a good. He had a good start, I think, and then. People were talking. No, he sucks. Never mind. Think about it. That's that's four starters that are better developed than any Yankee starter outside of Luis Severino. No, but those player. four guys, they're all super young. Um, he's so good. Elisa Hernandez is underrated. Elisa Hernandez is underrated. I fucking love that guy. No, but like this, and then, but six of Sanchez is so good. Yeah, he's got to get yeah. rid of the sinker though. I think he's probably better off as a four CB guy. So is Alcantara. I don't know why Alcantara is a sinker. Because he gets outs and doesn't give up runs. Okay, but let's just pretend like he's gonna. I mean, I don't. Is that really that sustainable for me? Well, let me. Let me. I got. It has been for. It has been for four seasons. I I would say yes. Contact manager, if you're throwing a hundred, like I really. Yeah, I agree there. It's kind of like a loser gradual situation. Like you shouldn't. I I mean, I don't know. Jacob Degrom's a contact manager. The only pitch. Well, I guess you could be if you're Lewise, like a guy Jonathan Lewise ago. But he's a bit different because he also does get strikeouts. Um. He can. He's just. I mean, I don't know. I feel like a twenty percent strikeout rate is not that bad. It's uh, not. But he's, he's I, I get what Jack is saying. Like does he walk like eight percent or something like that? Yeah, I, he I'll, does walk a lot. He walks nine point three percent since twenty eighteen. Contact manager. I, I don't think. Well, especially as a starter, is what I should be saying. As a starter, I don't think being a contact manager is a good idea. Uh, if you're throwing hundred, like you could throw, you could switch to four seamers, and you could probably be a lot better. Yeah, I'll come I mean, I don't know. He's. He's a 3.09, 3.62 or not even. He doesn't even, okay, it's not even just a matter like, of don't use the sinker. It's a matter of if he at least, like, uh, the thing is I like those, that it does help his change up a lot, the sinker, 
because they move very similarly. Well, you can and mix that's what it helps dangerous though, just like not throwing it like, like, what, like it was like fifty percent of the time. Or no, it does it twenty nine percent of the time. It doesn't throw it oh, too really? often. Right, yeah, he actually, but he killed his he killed his fastball usage from last year a a lot. He dropped it by like six percent, oh. and it's reflecting in the strikeout percentage because it's dropped as well. Yeah, but, but the ERA has dropped. So yeah, so no, the ERA has dropped. Has gone up. No, it's it's the, the same. It's, it's basically but the ERA has dropped. Yeah, that's what I meant. But I, I mean, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to kill the Marlins. I think that they know how to. The they, ground they ball rate, the ground ball rate is up. The fly ball rate is down. But the home run to fly ball rate. The line, the line drive rate is way down. Maybe it was just a matter of the fat. Like I like it, his fastball was not even his fastball gave up. A better ex woba, a lower ex woba than a sinker. So I, I'm genuinely curious as to what let, but it does give up softer, gives up. Yeah, but okay. So he he has he has they have control over Alcantara until 2025. They have control under Pablo Lopez until 2025. They have control over Sixto Sanchez until I believe 2026, 2027. They have control over um, Trevor Rogers until 2027. Like. And they have Max Myers coming up also. That's really and and Cabrera. And remember Elisir Hernandez. Elisir Hernandez in twenty. This team in like two or three years, if they don't blow it up again like they always do, will be the lead offense now. One of the best pitching classes. As soon as possible, but they're not. Yeah, they they should get. They need this offseason should be an offseason of them just not. They maybe they don't have. I don't think they should just invest into one star, but getting good young offensive pieces and surrounding your team with that could set certainly. Yeah, because you have you have one like you have one guy who will be there for a while. They should have bought low on Gary Sanchez in the offseason. One hundred percent. That would have helped them. Imagine if they would have bought low on Gary in the offseason. For some reason, Jorge Alfaro has been a really good, good this year. Has I he? Don't know why. I, I, he's like I third he's in FRAA, and I don't know Really? Why. Yeah, he's been a really I, I thought – I mean, I, I see a lot of Marlins fans talking about they need a catcher. No, he has an 82 WRC+. Plus. He's not a good hitter, but he's been like a really good defender. I don't know why. Holy he's shit, really eight. What? Yeah, yeah, no, his like, defense is really good. Dude, yeah, his defense has been really good for some reason. I don't know. I, mean, I guess he got really bad. Yeah, you know – yeah, but he's, he's like a he's, serviceable guy behind there. His plate, his he's he's like a discount Austin. He's Kalagashioka, bro. They should try to. I mean, Higgy's actually so good. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I, like, I think yeah. the Marlins. Okay, so they have Chisholm, who will be there for like the next five years at least. But other than that, like, I guess they have. Uh, they have a lot of they have, they have some hitting prospects. Like Blade will come up probably next year. What and. I'm assuming Brian. What's his name? Is it Brian Anderson? Or yeah, Brian Anderson. Yeah, yeah, I'm assuming yeah. he's in a turnaround. He hasn't been great this year, but I no, but he's on. He's on the sixty day. Yeah, they might uh, not tender him. I think just depending on how much money he's going to make. And then, I think Blade will come up next year, right? Yeah, right. maybe late this year too. What? Maybe late this year, like August, September. I don't know. Uh, Aguilar and Rojas have been good this year, but like. Do we really? Are they really that guy? Like, no. Like, are they that? Is is Miguel Rojas that guy at shortstop for the Marlins for the next two, three years? I don't know. And Stalin Marte is getting dealt. He's good, but they they have to deal him. They, you get, I, I, you get do, do you trade Miguel Rojas? He's a free agent at the end of the season too, right? Honestly, but like, what team needs a shortstop that's decent? I don't know because the Brewers just got there. Athletics. The A's are too. That actually. The A's could really use a guy like Rojas because he's been really good the last two years. And he plays good defense. Plays wow. good defense. He, apparently, uh, very good clubhouse guy. I which, think that he has a lot of value in just in general. Like, I think he's a 
great kind of play. I, and I don't like, I don't want to like sound like one of those like, oh, you know, you got to get clubhouse guys, but. I mean, I don't know. know. Willie Adamas has know. been great for the Brewers. Yeah, you never oh, know. Geez. Well, Adamas always hit like pretty decently away from Tropicana Field. So that kind of makes sense, but. I yeah, but I mean, the Brewers have also Darnold just started winning since that trade, which again, it could be completely coincidental, but. I think Darno becomes a Marlin this this. But this Willie Adamas has a 133 WRC plus as a Brewer. You know, I know he's pretty good. And then at shortstop, they could. He has terrible if, defense, but he's like. If, if I'm the Marlins, I think they're getting like they should go after a guy like Simeon. Don't I, I? don't think they should throw all the money in the world. But is Simeon really player. that good? Yes. I don't, I don't think he's that good. Like he's good, but he's not. He's not going to change your offense. Like, no, he's not. Really but good. if you can. If you could, I mean, actually, he might get overpaid. So he might have to, I don't know. They're going to have to think about Simeon it. is since 2019 a 130 WRC plus hitter. Unless they want to keep Chisholm at like shortstop and get a second baseman. And Chisholm is a second baseman. Yeah. Chisholm. I thought he came up as a shortstop. Yeah, but he's a second baseman. All right. They could, I think Chris Taylor is good. First fit. of all, he's very small, which doesn't help for playing short. Like normally they're not. Five foot eleven, one eighty. Okay, correct me if I might sound stupid here, but isn't the whole point of like, and I guess it sounds dumb, being a shortstop that most of them are short? No, is that no. just like an old time thing? No. It's like everyone before you. Neil Cruz okay. is like six seven. Okay, uh, but whatever. It was a bad joke. Anyways, all right. Uh, Chislam has one DRS and two hundred eighty eight as a second base, and then one seventy seven at short. He has negative four. The guy can't play shortstop. Yeah, he's not a shortstop. Chris, they could get Chris Taylor and try to stick him all at right. short. Manager of the year in the NL is Kapler. Yeah. Like zero debate. Why did well, that happen? You know, I'm a good manager. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I think he is, though. Maybe he's okay. I don't know. If I think I, – I don't know if he's the best manager. I just think he's going to win it. He's definitely the guy. He's definitely the guy. I mean, the Giants have won 50 games. Yeah. They're the best team. They're, the, they're going to – they could win the, – they're five games up, I think, in the division or four games up. Like, we all – I mean, I bought in on Giants like a couple weeks ago. I think I said that. Actually, that was probably a month ago at this point. But I think this team is like they're real. For context, the Yankees and the Padres are just are equally as out in the loss column in uh, their divisions. That's how good the Giants have been. They've been that much better than everyone else in the NL West. So I think I honestly think the Giants are going to finish okay. in that division probably. But anyway, I think they could finish first. I don't know I if they finish second. first. There's no way that Brandon fucking Crawford is a 135 WRC plus. Relax, There's no damn, way. He is. There's Relax, absolutely no he way. Is. He's definitely. Hey, but that's yeah, the Kevin no. Gosman effect. Kevin Gosman's such a great clubhouse guy. Makes no, but the whole better, the whole pitching the staff. Better. I don't care. Like all six of them. It's six of them now. Yeah, they're yeah, all. That's good. the Kevin Gosman effect. And they have Marco Luciano. But and then and and they have no payroll next year as what a top five market in the well, league. They're losing everybody, kind of, because everyone's in a one year deal, which isn't okay. exactly like Kevin Posey, Gosman's gonna Belt, fly to New York. Gosman, those guys are gone. Well, I think they'll, they'll definitely bring back Gosman. But they'll bring no, back some of they'll bring back Cashman's some of them. Doing, Cashman's throwing the fucking bag at Gosman. Oh, he's not. No, he, they, he, the Yankees he, don't no, do yes, things right. You know why he okay. won't? You know why Shut I know him he up, Ryan. No, all seriousness, you know why I know no, I'm kidding. Okay, so the you're muted, Ryan. You're muted. Why are you muted? Are you, are you muted? Him? <laughs> all, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, Cashman. Uh, if Gosman hits free agency and, I, and you don't at least submit an offer to him, 
expect mail, pal. Expect mail. That's all I'm going to say. Expect a nice big package, a nice package, a nice package. But anyways, I think it's better for the, for Gosman to be a giant lifer. I just think he embodies that entire pitching staff. And I think he's probably the best player on the team. Probably. I mean, am I thinking missing anyone? No, no, I'm not. He's probably the best player on their team. I think the fact that he turned his career might be. But because he turned his career around there, I think it's just better for base. Like, it's one of those good baseball things. He was good with the Reds, though. Like, he was really good with the Reds. Okay, but he was a reliever. Like, I mean, like, as a starter. Only as a starter, sure. Yeah, they they really turned him around. And I think he should – he's going to take less money to stay there, I think. No, I I think he's never gotten paid in his career, which is – well, he's got – Oh, that's true. He's never gotten like a bag. Like he's never gotten that bad. He's not like, you know. Well, but he's going to be 31. I don't know. I think you could get like a five-year deal, honestly, worth like, I would say 100. I can see the Giants just signing like, I don't know, a Story, a Correa, a Bryant. They should definitely sign Correa, but I don't think they will. If they I, did, I, I, I don't see a way the Giants don't end up with either Story or Bryant. Simple. The, Why do they want they don't end up with Story or Bryant. But left field, I don't know. Pretty, they I can actually third base. Long, I mean, Longoria is locked up next year, but after I that, think, nah. Chris Bryant's going to the Mets. I think he's destined to be a Met. The Mets have all the money in the world, and they're going to do it. They still they can't don't really have all the money in the world because they, they have to, all the money in the world. They have to oh, pay like so yeah. many guys. Stroman's a free agent, and Lindor's deal kicks in. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Stroman's a free agent. Um, who, who's the other? is a free agent. Conforto's a free agent. You can replace Conforto with Bryant if you really want to. Syndergaard should be. They should not resign Syndergaard. Don't should probably qualify. I think the the problem with Marcus Stroman is that he's been so good this year that he's going to get it back. But I don't know if I think he wants to stay at the Mets. Good. Like I, I there are players that I just feel also, are but to to but team. you know, there's this great contract that the Mets may or may not have signed that I did say was a good contract when they did it. Um that they have this very, very good pitcher locked up for the next three seasons at $10 million a year. Um, who Ryan, Ryan may have tweeted at and told him he sucks. <laughs> he's not there's no him. reason for this guy. He's just not – I don't get it. I'm stuck. There's not many guys that I'm actually at a loss. He's – I don't get it. Like, what happened? I, no, he's just getting a bunch of cold strikes because a lot of sinker ballers are just trying to go for cold strikes, get, like, those horizontal uh, – get horizontal. It, make, it still doesn't make, like, I, 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 Taiwan Walker had like, a 2.70 ERA last year. You should have just believed yeah, that, no, like I told you to. James, I, you know, like a, James. You know. Five ERA by Steamer. It's and not then, even that. But guess what? He has a 2.38 ERA. So who was right? Me or Steamer? Like, no, that's but what I thought. The thing is, you see, in the beginning of the season, No, but his peripherals are actually really good this year. Exactly. That's what Why? this makes sense. <laughs> I don't get he's it. He's just good. I don't Because he's it. throwing harder. I one. think it's just called strikes. I think it's really just getting a bunch he's, of he's getting called strikes at an insane rate. Insane rate. Okay, but I was gonna say that I was right and you guys were wrong. You okay, you're not right because you didn't you know, know what I was gonna ask. It's still a bad opinion. I don't care. It was still a bad take. No, it wasn't a bad take. I was not, right. You're not a Mets, like you don't work with the Mets. There's no way you could have known that Walker is gonna just like take steroids. He wouldn't have known that. <laughs> Wow. Anyway, that's okay. Tyler so, Walker the come, no, no, he can't be. Is Marcus Stroman comeback player of the year? Because he yeah, missed all of last year. Probably Stroman. It's Buster Posey. Oh, Posey. oh Buster Posey. Yes. I, I don't know. I forgot about Buster. Posey. Definitely Posey. And then we already went through. We went through everybody, right? I mean, we yeah. Went. So, well, did anyone like in the NL have anything traumatic and come back from that? No. Uh, Tatis came back from oh, everyone thinking he sucked. Okay, so 
uh, Buster Posey is the comeback player of the year. Okay. Society, when That's Jacob the Grom's UCL turns into barbecue chicken and tattoos. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't. <laughs> okay. We don't wish for injury. I'm not wishing. Let's, let's you know answer I'm not some questions. For injury. Come on. I love the Grom. Answer questions. Okay. The Grom's the best pitcher on planet Earth and the second best player on planet Earth. We do not care. Oh, do we want to talk about how? Um, why don't we like just like talk about how teams, how good teams are and how bad teams are? Because I feel like we haven't actually checked in on teams. Okay, in a while. let's check in on some teams. Let's, let's do it. Let's check in on. Let's. Teams. Let's check in on the Seattle Mariners because they're actually not bad. They're, they're, they're squashing teams now. They swept my Tampa Bay Rays. No, Did, didn't they? Didn't they just take a series from your White Sox? Yeah, they beat. They I don't know. I think they split it, right? Taylor Trammell took Liam Hendricks deep with two outs in the ninth. Oh, that was so special. That was like, all right. Well, let's relax. No, they so took. Two, they took two. They took two of three from uh, the the White Sox. They play the Blue Jays. Blue Jays now. Well, let's oh, relax Springer's back. Taylor, that's Taylor that's Trammell like huge back. for for Toronto. Is it possible? Hitting him fifth. They hit Springer fifth. I don't know why. And it's, I mean, like, like they have the best it's lineup. Somewhat the justifiable. Like they have no, the second best lineup in baseball. But it's really not. So yeah. Springer jumps ship from the best lineup in baseball to the second best lineup in baseball. What a guy. He's it's the George, cheater, it's though, the George so. Springer effect. Really, I'm really disgusted at the Toronto Blue Jays, honestly, at employing disgusting, dirty cheaters. I know my Yankees would never employ any disgusting, dirty cheaters. Uh, my or dirty cheat. white feeders. Yeah, no, my players are moral. They are stand-up players. And I honestly think the Blue Jays should They're be all children themselves. of God. Exactly. Like, imagine, and, and also, they have sticky okay, stuff merchant. Legit, legit legitimate question. Legitimate question. Uh-huh, yeah, go ahead. Could the Yankees finish in fourth place? Oh, no, no. Yes, it's no, possible. No. Why? No. You can't act yeah. like it's impossible. It's I definitely possible. And here's why. The Yankees are simply too talented. And don't interrupt me when I say this, James, because I know you are going to. Mute yourself if you have to. The Yankees oh, are right, too right, talented. You can go. clip this. But this is a good clip. The Yankees are too talented uh, to be this bad of a team. Their pitching has outperformed expectations by a lot. They've been fantastic this season, and that's with Taya not being great. They've been really good this season. The lineup being the problem is what I'm happy about. I am actually kind of happy with how the season has gone so far. And I know it's hard to say that just considering how everything's gone. But the problem with the Yankees right now is there are two outfield spots. Fuck you, Clint Frazier. Fuck you, Clint Frazier. Fuck you, Miguel. Actually, I don't even hate Andy Hart. No, Miguel Andujar is respectable. He's this respectable. is why the Yankees will finish fourth. Yeah, but... If like, you willingly employed Miguel Andujar and Clint Frazier, I think you're right, not a serious organization. Right. They if kept Duval or Gallo. Just give me Gallo. If we get Joey Gallo, it's over. The, the, the league is on, like, it's over. No, the, because the pitching is, I'm sorry, the starting pitching is not good. The, the, no, it's not. Outside of Garrett Cole, who else do you have? Who else do you have? Maybe without Kluber and Severino, but like, yeah, so that's, but that's, you're going to go a month because Kluber's not going to be back till September. Uh, you're going to go another month without those guys. Okay. As a fourth place team. Yeah. Right now, this roster is the fourth best roster with injuries currently how they are. They're the fourth best roster in the American League East. So they can finish fourth. Are they really though? Like, yes. Yes. Sox really yes. That good. Like, yes. The Red Sox are really not that good. Yes. Like, they they just three legitimate. Just They're that much Red better Sox than us because beat. they care more. They about just baseball. beat you six games in a row. Who cares? It really doesn't matter. Not Clint Frazier. Clint Frazier doesn't, doesn't care. He has sneakers. He has to uh, sell sneakers. The dude. And con- the dude said his ears hurt. He, like his head, it hurts whenever he hears noise because he got like forty-five different concussions because he can't figure out how to track a fly ball. But anyways, uh, state of the American League East, Blue Jays are on the upswing. I think the Mariners are on the upswing on uh, the AL West. And I think another team whose stock is Angels. rising, but no, not the Angels. They got, they got, 
I, I want I want everyone to hear this right now. Buy stock on my Washington Nationals because when they call up Carter Keeboom, when they call up Carter Keeboom, bro, they're gonna be unstoppable. This is gonna be 2019 all over again. The Mets stock is falling. Continue to be Babe Ruth or what? No, no this, this is what's going to happen. In August, when Trump comes back and Corbin gets his – oh, Corbin's going to be so good Wait, when that Trump's happens. Trump's coming back in August? Like, yeah, and then Corbin – when he gets back – the second Trump gets back on Twitter, Corbin's going at, on, a, on like, a, a, a Jake Arrieta 2015 run. Like, I'm guaranteeing <laughs> why, that. Is he, why is he coming back in August? Since what? <laughs> he said he was coming back on – he said he was coming – no, not on Twitter. He said he was coming back on August. I don't know, something like that. But Corbin's He's going on a 2015 Arrieta run. Schwarber's Barry Bonds. Uh, Trey Turner is a top elite shortstop. Uh, Josh Bell's hitting better. Um, Scherzer's God. Eric Feet. Sterling Castro's a Hall of Famer. No, he's going to get replaced by uh, Carl. Don't worry. When he gets replaced by Kibo, bro, like, they're going to be unstoppable. What? Luis Garcia. If you get Luis Garcia and Carter Kibum in there, like, I don't think the, the Nationals okay. are going to be in the game. No, but in all seriousness, I think you should buy some stock on them just because the NL East is a close race and the Can Nationals we, have played better. No, but I, okay, I think the Mets will finish this division like ten games up. They'll win well, the they division by actually, at least. 10 I, games. I'm I'm just saying to buy some stock, some stocks. Like the Nationals, the Nationals are going to have to end up being better than one of those three teams in the NL West to make. The they playoffs. won't. But the, who's? But again, the, have the Mets really blown anyone's socks off this year? The at Mets all? Have yes. the same run differentials as the Marlins. So like let's they haven't they haven't impressed me. I'm sorry. They're not that impressive of a ball club. They're good, and I think they're, they're still gonna finish first. They're but they're 40 not that, and 33, and their entire roster's been on the IL. And the Nationals are right there in the NL East somehow. They're just four games saying, back. That but I'm just saying, considering how bad everyone else in the NL East has been, the Mets don't really play well against good teams, and I think that's a kind of an aberration. I think they'll do better as of uh, later. But all I'm saying is they really have been taking care of business against a team like the Nationals. And I'm just saying sprinkle some stock on the Nationals. The Mets are going to win a division, in my opinion. You're hearing this from me first. But right. if you're in the, into gambling or betting or anything like that, I don't think the Nationals' odds are too high. Sprinkle a little bit of dust on them. You never know what happens. They have a lot of veteran guys who have been better lately. You never know. You really never know what the team Who's, like Are we completely bought in on the St. Louis Cardinals being bad? Yes, yes, absolutely. I would literally bet the farm that they finish like third, honestly. Third or fourth? Third. They're not good. Maybe not fourth because the Reds are not very good either. But the so we're so we are convinced at this point that the Brewers okay. and the Cubs the are, are the best team, and the Cubs are the second best team. The, the Cardinals are just not a, the Cardinals. Put it this way: I can't Cardinals wait for the Cubs to be six games back this on Wednesday because they just get completely destroyed by Peralta Woodruff. And Burns. Yeah, and the, the, Pirates, so the Pirates just took a series. The Pirates took three games from them, a four-game series. And put this and, in they, and, and the Cardinals got bailed out of a perfect game by some rain. Oh, yeah. and timeout. What happened to Tommy Edmond being better than Colton Wong? You guys remember I, that? I was full of the Tommy 87 W plus Colton uh, Edmond versus 129 WRC plus Colton Wong. 129? I thought he was like yeah. 115. One, Wong 1. is so 8, good. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, 1.8 F4 and 50 games compared to 0. 0.7 for Edmond. Who muted you? You muted yourself that time. I remember being told we were on that live, all of us, when we were told I that St. Louis Cardinals, Cardinals opinions guy. Oh, it's so beautiful. That, it's so beautiful. Okay. So we were told by him that Tommy Edmund would be better than Colin Wong. The Brewers pitching staff isn't that great. Oh, remember all the the Brewers are they have all a bunch of long relievers? Yeah, and the Cardinals put an actual reliever in the rotation. Two of them in Carlos Martinez and the other guy, John Gant. John Gant. They, they legitimately put two relievers in the rotation. But I, you know, the Cubs rotation is bad. It's not I mean, two say, relievers in the rotation. This, I love bad. saying this. Put this in perspective. 
With Jack Flaherty, the Cardinals are 30th in XFIP and Sierra as a staff. And they're not good. They're just, what are, they're what are the good. Cubs? Is that team or is that just That's starters? Team. team. Okay. Because their bullpen, I was told their bullpen's really good. Gallegos has been great. really good. Wait, but that's one pitcher. Like, yeah, the Cubs have three, and those three guys oh. at the back of our bullpen, nobody scores against them. They went on like a 70-inning scoreless streak between the three of them. Didn't somebody go deep off Tapera? Yes, but before that home run – or before, no, Tapera gave up a run. So Tapera's given up three runs in the last like week. But before that, I think that the trio, um, Kimbrell, Chafin, Tapera – hadn't given up a run in like 60 innings or something like that hmm. oh and i also remember uh do you remember the bet which bet the... oh, chafin and kella yes i win that one automatically injury clause it's not my fault that, no 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 no. don't tell me injury clause don't don't it's me not my fault kella got tommy fucking yes Johnson it is injury. you no, said the white Sox should sign like five keone kellas they should have signed I five guys okay well keone kella has a 5.06 era anyways I love I know. Know. I can't take that out of context. If I wasn't talking about it, it's still a funny. You, know, you can't lie. It's, it's still funny. hilarious. I thought it was show. funny, especially when they like showed the five candy Kellys and the OOT, the out of the park sim thing. That was really funny. <laughs> they really just take that out of context, which like, whatever. But what, you know. okay, well, but, five Keone Kellys would have a negative 0.5 uh, F4, and one Liam Hendricks has, uh, let's see, one point. not clutch. Yeah, well, how many times has Keone Kella given up a home run to Taylor Trammell in the clutch? Oh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he has. Taylor no, he Trammell, might actually have. That that no. bat flip that Trammell did was the, like the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. You know, I've seen greater things than that. Actually, just my opinion. I've actually seen greater. I, things I, I dude. Okay. 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 Taylor Trammell has a forty-one percent strikeout percentage. Yeah, he's not very good. He's cool, but he's not very good. Didn't he get two All homers right. yesterday? Yes. Yeah. Guess guess so, whose strikeout percentage isn't even forty-one percent. Joy Gallo, thirty-four oh. percent. Joy Gallo is thirty. You wearing Levi's shirt, dude? I hate that, that design, dude. It's so. so the, I actually don't mind it. I think a lot of Cubs fans liked it after they saw it. Like, so we all in-game. agree, right? That the Cardinals they're just not a good base. They're not a good baseball team. They're they're really bad. They're like they're if they weren't in the NL Central, they would be like ten games under. Imagine well, I mean the Brewers. Bad. The Brewers are forty-five and thirty-three. Oh, so oh. like. The Brewers actually have a very, very good record. Yeah, but the Brewers are a good team. The Brewers are somehow good, and they're like twenty-seven in the WRC. But imagine if they get like another bat. DJ Chrome. Well, I mean, I think the problem with the Brewers is that one, Yelich is washed. He's been Uh, hitting better lately. What do you mean? Two. Okay, so Colton Wong and Willie Adamas have completely carried this Brewers offense. And Narvaez, let's grow up. Oh, Narvaez too. Uh, Shiro's fucking sucks. Who? Well, let's yeah, Keston yeah. Hira. Let's, let's get that out of the way. Put some respect Kes, on him. Keston Hira fucking he's, sucks. Yeah, he's not good. Um, I think a top five worst take of mine of all time is that I said Keston Hira would be better, be better than Gleyber Torres. Yeah. But okay. I mean, he's not so. particularly good either. So. Yeah, but Keston Hira has been in AAA this year. He's been so bad. All right. So here they're good hitters. Novars has hit well. Wong has hit well. Adams has hit well. Every guy, every Sayo Garcia's hit well. Yelich has hit well. And Urias has been around league average. Lorenzo and Kane's been a I think bit Kane, Kane has been fine when he's been healthy. I think 91 WRC plus, which is fine. Can you that Jackie Riley Jr. contact track real quick? Oh my God, he's so bad. So, like, what was yeah, the idea? Real Yankee fans wanted him in the offseason. No, I think the, the idea was that he would play right field. 
Yeah, but he's awful. Garcia, he's a negative three win player. Yeah, but Garcia fucking sucked last year. Well, now he's not fucking sucks. I mean, if they get a DH, and I understand because you can move Yelich. They can move uh, Garcia to left, uh, Bradley to right. And Yelich then- needs to DH because the guy can't play the field. Yeah. yeah. And then you just, they should get a first baseman probably. I think CJ Crone's a perfect fit there. And their lineup is like, where's the hole in the line? So they have, I mean, guys, who's their center fielder? Kane, Garcia, and then Yelich is in left field. Right? Guy, Garcia's decent. He's not terrible. He's solid enough to be a corner outfielder. Um, Kane is a good center field defensive. Shaw is third, but Shaw's playing, hurt. They've been playing Tyrone Taylor in center field and hitting him third. He's been a decent hitter, though, right? He's actually pretty solid. But yeah. And so I think the real thing Wait, you has do is Tyrone Taylor actually been hitting third? Yes. Has he been? I, every playing? time I see the Brewers lineup, I just like. No, 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 no. no Tyrone has Taylor been has not been hitting third. He was. I swear he was. Absolutely no chance. They're not that stupid. I think he was. No, because Yelich hits third. Tyron Taylor has, has hit third once in the past three, has hit third once in the last month and a half. And it was one game that he went two for five. I guess. I think they need to, if they trade for a guy like CJ Crone and maybe, I mean, they don't need a shortstop. Maybe they want to move, get they need Miguel Rojas baseman. and play him full-time at third. You could get Miguel Rojas and put, no, your, I, isn't Urias playing third? Isn't Urias playing third? Yeah, but Urias sucks. He's been playing better lately. He's a 102 WRC plus. Respect him. Let's respect he's, him. Yeah, but he can't um, defend. Like, Luis oh, Urias has like a negative 10 outside Oh, okay. So you could probably get a guy. Maybe you could at make least, a double. At least maybe I you think. can get Aguilar and Rojas, throw them in there. Well, Aguilar would be a returning face, but you'd have Aguilar, Rojas, throw them in the lineup. Even Holy just, fucking Christ. Luis Urias has negative 11 outs above average this year. I thought he was a no at negative negative seven at short, negative two at third, and negative two at second. And this guy was it came up and he was supposed to be a defensive guy. That's what I'm saying. Wasn't he? I'm what the remember they traded him for great. (laughs) They traded him for Grisham. They could really fucking use Grisham right now. No, they they lost both parts of that trade. They traded Davies and um, well, to be honest, Davies is not that good. Davis is Davies is age. He's better than Eric Lauer. Yeah, but he's just not very good. All right. And so, and, and the, the Padres flipped Davies for Darvish. So they got a top 10 pitcher out of that so trade, too. In if the Brewers were to add Aguilar and Rojas in like a combo deal, they would have an above average hitter at shortstop. Yeah, but they don't have any prospects. Base. Like, literally. But those guys are not hard to grab. Those are easy guys to get at the deadline. Those are yeah, not true. hard at all to grab. So you get a you have an above average hitter at shortstop, first base, third base because Donaldson go to third base, second base because of Wong, catcher, left field's. And right field and center field be only your below average hitter. And center That's, field, you have a below average hitter, but he's but a great defender. Like elite, elite defender, top right. ten defender in the league. Oh, Lawrence O'Kane. Yeah. Yeah. So if the Brewer, Brewers are able to do something like that, and they had like and they have Woodruff, Burns, whoever the hell is, uh, Peralta, and the rest of the rotation, the bullpen they have, they are going to get to the NLCS potentially with that. Could they not? Like, would you be shocked if they beat a team? Would Did they be beat the Mets? To- I don't think they beat the Mets. You don't to beat the Mets in the three-game series? I think no. they beat the Mets in the three-game series. Yes, 100%. Who? Who are you talking about? The if, the, if, the Brewers, if the Brewers got those two guys, if the Brewers got an above-average shortstop and an above-average first baseman, yes, they could beat the Mets in the three-game You're series. You're talking about the, Brewers, the Mets. Brewers, we're talking about the Mets yeah. healthy or the Mets not healthy? No, we're talking about the Mets in the in the playoffs. In the NLDS. I Why can't the Brewers beat them? Just because of how good the Brewers pitchers are. And Yeah, but the Mets have DeGrom. Okay, let's just say DeGrom. Their second pitcher is then, not better than Burns or Woodruff. Burns, really okay, fine. Even if Carrasco's not as good as those. And Peralta's better than the three. 
And their bullpen is significantly better. They're just I think the yeah, Mets but their are offense is just so much. The Mets could worse. still easily lose a Grom start with Burns or Woodruff on the mound. Like it's not like it's not like a complete loss. Well, do you, I trust a Grom versus the well, sure the you trust Brewers DeGrom offense more? Like, more. It's not a I, I think that the difference between Degrom and Burns or Woodruff is about the same as the difference between Burns or Woodruff and Carrasco. Wait, sorry, can you repeat that? The difference from Degrom to Burns and Woodruff is about the same as Burns and Woodruff to Carrasco. Yeah. But like, still, I wouldn't. I would still not like. I would not write off the Brewers in a like because easily. Let's just say like the like Burns could easily go um, seven shutout innings or, or same with Woodruff. Like it's not easy, but they could. They could definitely happen. And then you just give the ball to Williams and and or here for two innings. Even Williams like, hasn't been that good this year. Maybe not Williams. But you give the ball to here for two he's, innings. He's been good. Three three eight ERA is not bad. He's not been as good as last year, but you can't expect that. Oh, of course. But also, I'm pretty sure he got off to a bad start. Like, okay, his so first, yeah, his first ever since do, uh, does, that blow up against Pittsburgh, he has a two four five ERA. So he's been okay, a so he's been good pitcher since then. And you have Boxberger, and you have Suter, who's been solid. You, you no longer have fire, and then you have Hader or Rasmussen. Yeah, so you there have four really good relievers, and Rasmussen then they the have league. Richards, who's solid. That's what he's saying. You don't have him huh? anymore. Oh. Richards, yeah, Brewers fans hate he's that solid. dude. He's why do they hate him? He's been, he oh, I don't, has he been bad? Sucks. No, he hasn't been terrible. I don't see why people hate him. He hasn't been terrible. I don't know. I just think he has been 374 so, Sierra. So we look at these. Then all central comes down to two teams, right? Right. Because Cincinnati sucks and the Cardinals, God knows what's going on with the Cardinals. No, God does not know either. Nobody, <laughs> Nobody knows. knows what's going on with the Cardinals. God, God hates um, that. I'm glad. So the Cubs and Brewers play today, tomorrow, Wednesday. The Brewers okay. could take a six-game lead in the division. And it's very possible. Because yeah. you're just that good. Also, yeah, Lauer is not terrible. Let's let's grow up. He's not terrible. Not he had bad. a good start yesterday. He had he threw six shot innings yesterday. He's not good. He's not terrible. Okay, so Kyle Hendricks and Freddie Peralta today. And then Davies and Woodruff tomorrow. And then Arietta and Burns on Wednesday. Pack it up, kid. Cubs are winning four out of winning all those games. Pack it up. The Brewers so far this season are three and six against or six and three against the Cubs. Uh, they've won all three series two to one. So I guess Pack it up. Come on, let's grow up a little bit. Hendricks has won, and I know this doesn't matter, but he's won eight games in a row. So he's the Cubs better. are going to win. No, like in his last eight games, he has recorded a win in each of them. The Cubs have won the last eight Kyle Hendricks starts. So can we do it again? Please just do it. If they do that, then they're only four games back when they lose the other two. So then I can live with that. We want to move on, by the way, because we haven't answered yeah. any questions. We're done. Yeah, let's get to questions. Yeah, let's do questions. All right, we have like, I would say 20 minutes left. Well, I have to actually go in like 10, so we have to Peralta has a 2.11 ERA, and in his last eight starts, Hendricks has a 2.25. Basically okay. the same picture. Getting some questions. Um, do you think Grandal will make the All-Star game as a reserve, or is the game still ruled by casuals? I think Grandal is going to start. But... What? No, I think Grandal is going to be a reserve. I think Perez will start. I don't think he starts. There's no chance he starts. Yeah. Well, like, I don't think fans will. Perez is going to start, even though he won't deserve it. Yeah. All right. Sure. Do I think he'll get in? I don't think he'll get in. Um, where do I rank Frambler? Where do we rank Frambler? Frambler, I cannot say the same. Frambler. Frambler. 
Fromber. It's Fromber. Frambler. Fromber. Fromber Valdez. Amongst all starting pitchers, I have him at 13. I'd say I top don't, 15. Uh, well, okay, well, I don't have a specific place. Like, I don't know. He's very good. He's I'd like, say top 15 for sure. Is is he a top 10 pitcher in the league? Like, is he going to get there? Yeah, I think he could definitely get there very soon. He's so good. Is he – okay, is, so he's their ace at this point, right? Yeah. yeah. Or is it is – it, okay, so if you go into a playoff series, if you're the – I would start Astros. Valdez. I'll go Valdez. Who's starting game one? McCullers. Valdez. I'll go Valdez. McCullers. Uh, Granky Garcia. Granky give me your four because they have Garcia. Yeah, but I think you have to. I think you just give it to the the, the veteran. veteran. Vet? Yeah, I guess. If you want. Okay, let's. Like, start, I think, let's, I don't care about veterans. Yeah, no, but like I think I think if realistically, if the Astros go into playoff series, Granky's probably starting game one. Maybe McCullers. Probably. I don't know. Dusty Baker does respect his gritty veterans. So. Just let just let Verlander start game one. See what happens. If they get fucking Verlander back, if they get him back for the playoffs, they're winning the World Series. They're winning. I think they're winning the World Series right now. Yeah. So. Okay. Next question. All right. Um. Uh. Is ta- uh, how do you check RPM? That's just pretty easy. You just go on Baseball Savant. Baseball Savant. You can check individual players. You can go to Game Feed. Yeah, for and game then, feed you can just watch stuff. You can look at a player and then you can go on that little chart and you can show like game to game RPM. So you can see just for example, not not to like point anyone out, but if you look go look at Garrett Coles, it'll go like this. Not to point anybody out, but yeah, just, yeah. Not to point anybody out, but you know, Kyle Hendricks sucks this year. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Hendricks has a two point two five ERA in his last year. Jason Tyon has a two ERA Kyle Hendricks. What you what what stat are you gonna use for Kyle Hendricks? You're gonna go show Kyle Hendricks his fit? Another question, another question, another question. Or we get into a tangent. Why would I abolish the closer role for the Yankees? And this goes for anybody, this is me personally. you guys can answer this too. This goes for any closers are stupid. Closers yeah. are stupid. You put your best guys in that most high leverage situations. That's why if, I think if this if the other team's three best hitters are coming up in the eighth inning, you put your best pitcher in the eighth inning. Yeah, you don't just right. save the ninth. That, that like if you, you have save. bases, if you have bases loaded uh, and one out in the seventh inning, that your best reliever should be in there. He should oh, not. He should not. You yeah. no, you should. No, it definitely should. What other situation are you gonna bring him in? Because there's probably you. You have to bank on a higher leverage moment, and you can't tell if there's gonna be a higher leverage moment. So, okay, yeah. that's lots of if, if it's if it's the the third inning and it's okay, that's a two to one game. Like, do you put him in? Like the Brewers did that in the playoffs. That's... They did that in the playoffs with Hater in 2018. If they were in like a three to two game, they load the bases the one out season, third no. inning. I would say in the regular season, no. But the oh, playoffs, regular season, absolutely not. But in the play, but I think in the regular season you should manage like that as well, like seventh inning, bring in your best guy. But in the playoffs, I think playoffs, everything's on the table, so that's different. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next question: um, Should I will be have waited until the end of the season to make rules on the foreign substance crackdown? Yes. yes, for sure. They yeah. should. Okay, I don't think they should have waited till the end of the season. I think they should have done it before the season. But well, I mean, you can't exactly go back in time. So like, what no. they should have. Well, now you can't go back in time. They, they already did it. They just so what are you never, do should never, they should have never dejuiced the balls until they addressed foreign substances. That's they should, it. they should just. I feel like what they have now is fine. They should just have waited or done it before the season to enforce it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Where does Otani rank among starting pitchers? I don't have him on a top twenty list, so I would imagine in top twenty five. 30? Top 25, right. I think. I mean, I don't know. No, the thing about Otani is so many talks. There's so many talented. The, the walks and the volume, and there's just so many talented pitchers that, like, yeah. 
maybe 35. Okay, so the volume with Otani will never be there just because of how much he hits. But that does well affect it. Well, it still does, so, does affect it. Yeah. That has an effect. So uh, if he's a he's been a three four three three eight nine Sierra guy three four three or ERA three eight nine Sierra guy in his career he's probably a little bit better than that but if that's around where he is I think he's better than that thirty ish starter thirty five yeah. uh, okay so Otani's walks have been way down yeah it's better command but I think he's, it's because he's, he's dealing been... with less velo yeah pretty... he's just being smarter he's not being a moron yeah he's not throwing a uh, hundred mile per hour fastballs anymore well, first of all do, but it's not like what other thing but that's just like that's honestly otani otani since his seven since his six walk start um against the the rays so since may 5th may 11th was his next start since then last seven starts he has a 3.18 sierra that and a 2.66 really era so and two point no two point and a 2.66 walk rate per nine which is pretty weird yeah. Well, it's not that weird because it's just the same number of no. number of yeah, walks and earned yeah. runs. Yeah, but you know that's never mind. All right, they're uh, both per nine. It's not like it's like some crazy coincidence. All right. Um, let's see here. I, I'm trying to find a good. There's so many. I'm trying to find a good one. Um, all right. Uh, okay. What can the Pirates get for Frazier Reynolds, assuming they hold on to? Run? I'm sorry. What what can the, what can the Pirate? I'm gonna let Ryan answer this one. What can the Pirates get for Rodriguez and Frazier, assuming they hold on to Reynolds? Frazier is interesting because I'm higher on him the most. Like I, I think he's going to overperform his expected weight on base average consistently because he hits a bunch of line drives, and it doesn't really matter how hard you hit line drives because if you're hitting line drives, most of the time they're going to get through. If you're not shiftable like Frazier is, uh, you can't shift on him. He's just going to hit a bunch of line drives everywhere pretty softly. So I think he is a pretty good hitter. And the defense, I think he's one of the best defensive left fielders in baseball. If you prorate his career numbers over a full season, he's an easily, easily a top like three. He's like a Mike Hawkman in left field. And he's a great defender at second base. I think his value is probably the highest he'll ever be right now. And so I think you could probably, you could definitely get a top 10 prospect from a person, an organization, not like 10, like top 10 overall, obviously. I mean, top 10 from like an, or, uh, an organization's farm pretty easily alongside maybe some top, a one top 20 or a late on, uh, uh, you know, like a tw- the 20th prospect in their system or the 25th prospect or something like that. But I definitely think you net a top 10 prospect from a player, from a team's farm system. Richard Rodriguez has value, but relievers really just aren't that valuable at the deadline. So it doesn't really add too much. But I think a team that could definitely, definitely 100% uh, benefit from a guy like Adam Frazier is a team like the White Sox are looking for a second baseman, but I think they're going to get Eduardo Escobar, so maybe not. Um, but I don't know. It depends on how big the market is with Frazier, because I really don't know where exactly he fits. I like him on the Yankees, but the Yankees are a center fielder more than they do a left fielder, and so are you going to invest a bunch of prospects into the left field when you need a center fielder more? I don't know. Uh, so the market for him has to develop. Maybe the Giants, because I know that uh, La Stella got hurt, so that might be a place for him. But you'll have to wait and see. Okay. Um, is Wheeler approaching top 20 pitcher ends? Yeah, he's definitely already, oh, he's already top there. 20. He's, he's easily there. there. I'm just answering the fucking question, all right? Yeah. Oh, we, we know. Where he's approaching top don't, 20. Don't shoot the messenger. I think okay. I said this. I said this. Yeah, I, before we actually started recording, I think Wheeler's the top 10 pitcher in the league. Yeah. Well, and Jackson said that last time. So well, I have I think... Jackson agreeing with me. You can make an argument that, like, because I, I remember um, in 2019, the Yankees were going to trade for Wheeler, 
and that fell through, and he ended up signing with the Phillies. Could you make the argument that Wheeler's contract now looks a lot better because they gave him what, like twenty million dollars? Twenty? Yeah, they gave him like what, twenty million? I feel like it's like six for one, twenty-six for like that. Yeah, so it's like the Patrick Corbin deal, and he's significantly better than Patrick Corbin. That's a great contract. Yeah, like he he's 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 pitching like he, he has like a U Darvish contract, actually a little cheaper maybe. Um, no, it is the U Darvish contract, right? Then he gets six one twenty-six as well. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a U Darvish contract for a guy who's pitching like top ten pitching uh, Darvish, but consistently. Okay. I don't think it was six one twenty six. I thought it was no, it wasn't five. I thought it was five. Right? Hold on, let me Darvish. check the AAV. Five one eighteen. Oh, I thought it was six. So twenty three point six million. That's a steal. Yeah. That's a great contract. And he's been able. You know, uh, this is a situation in which I understand. Oh, here's, ball, like, here's one. Here's an article from uh, 2019. Zach Wheeler is a good pitcher on a bad contract. Who? I don't know. I just saw it. That was the first thing that shows up when I said Zach Wheeler contract. I wanted Zach Wheeler on the Yankees. I have a Zach Wheeler article that's still out there. Uh, right. Most overrated. Zach- Are we still doing Wheeler stuff or what? No, you guys yeah, can go, no, go, go on. Uh, this is going to be the last question because I do have to head out. Um, most overrated top 20 prospect uh and MLB pipeline. I would say it's Casey Mines. I don't know shit about prospects. What's wrong with Casey Mines though? He's just not. He's like top. He's like twelve. He's just not that good. Yeah, I'm not a. I'm not. I'm not necessarily. I'm not. I'm not a prospect guy. That's Jackson. I I know about prospects, but only really about my team. So, Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, that concludes this episode of the Drive Left Field podcast. If you like what you saw, please give us a uh, five-star rating. Or if you didn't and you want to be nice and you feel sympathetic, give us a five-star rating. Make sure you go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at DeepDrivePod. We're doing a lot more stuff over there. Um, make sure you go follow I've me on shit on Instagram. At, at what? I haven't well, posted shit on Instagram. I'm actually making one right now. You got to figure it out. But um, follow us. Follow me on instagram and now twitter i'm going to post more on twitter on the elway nerds account on twitter so you can follow those make sure to subscribe to ryan on youtube at yankee stat talk go follow james on twitter at james volantinas it's been a deep drive to left field by costanus and we will see you in episode number 32